Today's Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast is brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. One agent looking out for all your insurance needs, home, auto, renters, business, or life insurance. Travis covers it all. Call him at 812-295-3129 or check him out on Facebook. We all have insurance needs. Why not go to someone from this area that you trust? They do more than just cover you. They care for you. Get the level of attention and understanding that you deserve a Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. You are listening to the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball Podcast, the Country Oaks Classic edition of the podcast. Yes. Finally here. Big what a week. week. Big, big week. week. Yep. Big week. We've got, uh, got a big week coming, uh, shootout Friday night, which we're going to talk to Trey Miller, head pro at Country Oaks, and he'll tell us all about that. But uh, we have an announcement, Mr. Brothers, if you want to do the announcement on Friday night shootout. Oh, yeah, we're going to be live. Hey, we're going to be live. We're, uh, we'll put out a URL on our Facebook and Twitter page come probably Friday afternoon, and we will be broadcasting the shootout live from probably – the second or third hole on. Yeah, we only have two hours to do a live broadcast. That's all you can do. So we, uh, we're we kind of limited, and we don't want to get cut off right at the end. So right. we'll probably wait a couple of holes. And then so the plan is to uh, obviously broadcast the action, but uh, we'll talk to players after they're done. And um, decent chance we'll have a cocktail. So you never really know what's going to happen. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well. You know, There's going to be an thought. outtake show someday, folks. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to sh- spoil anything, but just hold on. Oh, you yeah. know what I just thought of? What's that? We could go Facebook Live almost, too, if we could, if, if we run out of time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could through the Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah, we, we could go live there. Yeah. Even. So, yeah. Uh, as for multiple uh, options, as for streaming and, and getting in there, we're gonna we're gonna throw a URL out there and then uh, yeah, yep. and, and so you can listen and 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 I can't remember. Do you, do you have to have the Podbean app or yes? You, okay, yeah. so so if you hear the podcast here on Wednesday night, Thursday morning, go ahead, download the Podbean app, get ready, search, you know, go ahead and subscribe. We'd appreciate it. Go ahead and subscribe right. to Birdies, even if you listen to to us normally on Apple, and then you'll be able to access that live broadcast through the Podbean app. So. I have a yeah. question. I'm excited. Can, can Will you recap and catch up with the people who's already been eliminated by the time yes, you start? We, yeah, we'll talk we'll try, to you. We'll talk to you. That's good. Okay. So Blake is in the... <laughs> you think hole one or hole two, Blake? Which one? My only goal every year is to make it past hole one. Okay. That is my only goal. So we, we got 10 players playing. Yep. And one gets eliminated every every hole. Every hole. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So hey, it, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to do the live. Yeah, it'll be fun. And, I don't, we and, may only have two or three listeners, but yeah, hey, the, hey those it, those two or three listeners are going to be highly entertained. Oh yes, I, yeah. <laughs> and and I'm not sure if if we can figure it out. You never know. We may just take callers or something. We may just go crazy. Because <laughs> um, I think we're allowed. I think we could get up to like six people on the air at the same time. Right. So uh, who I, knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, and who we'll talk to? We'll we'll probably talk to people watching and people playing and. You never so know. You're definitely gonna get the birdies and the bourbon part of that podcast. Yeah, I don't know where basketball will come in. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, make a shoot hoop at Brian's house after. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Live. <laughs> oh boy. So, so just to kind of tell you what we've got going on, we've got head or, uh, PGA Tour professional Adam Shanks going to chime in tonight on his memories from the Country Oak Classic. We've got PGA Tour professional Josh Teeter 
talking about his days at the Classic. We've got Bill Rickey, who was uh, an employee of Country Oaks part-time back in the day and former uh, longtime Washington Hatchet golf coach. He uh, he was kind of on the brain trust back in, in 98 when this all got hatched, and, and uh, we started working on it. I'm still trying to, hopefully, if time allows, we're going to talk to Rob Koontz, who was the head pro at Country Oaks, uh, and this was his brainchild. This was his baby, so like to talk to him. Um, and then the man of the hour, um, Trey Miller is going to be on to discuss, discuss this weekend. So full field. It is very quick sign up this year. Probably one of the quickest ever. Yeah. We've had, I, I remember there's been years past when we had even got up to 120, 130, uh, players and you're sitting on Tuesday of the week and we've got 60 or, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. everybody signs up at the last minute. So it was nice to have a full field early. I think, I think the cutoff has kind of helped with that. I mean, uh, I, I know you want to get as many as you can, but like you just said, there's been a lot in the past that would wait till that last week. And right. that's hard for Trey and the staff to sure. make tea times. And, you know, I believe they got a waiting list, right? Yep. Yep. And I think tea times are coming out well, tomorrow's tomorrow, on Wednesday. Wednesday. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's definitely going to be one, featured group i think for sure that people would want to fall on saturday oh i think so too yeah um i think it's the 9 a.m if i if i if i i believe (laughs) where did that come from from? i don't know (laughs) what did it say like something about the web something about web i don't know anyway uh yeah the 9 a.m tea time of uh, morris slick petty uh the defending sea flight champion (laughs) gary emmons uh, Brian Emmons and the illustrious Blake Burkhart. Slash Gary Woodland. There, hey, you could come like live broadcast Oh, Saturday that. morning? Yeah. Yeah, you could broadcast that. <laughs> After <laughs> Friday night? <laughs> we'll come for the back night since you only can do two hours. <laughs> exactly. or, or what's that uh, What's that app called? The Twitter... Uh, Periscope? Periscope. Periscope. Yeah, you, you <laughs> could just, do Periscope. just actually broadcast the whole damn thing. <laughs> live TV. Uh. It's like PJ Live has those featured groups. Yeah, that'd be this is the feature group of the classic. Oh, it oh definitely my. is. Yes. Yeah. So, but no, this is a great weekend, so, and you will tell stories throughout the the broadcast here. I was gonna say, so what? What's your favorite memory of it, Ronnie? You've been playing in it and helped start it. And yeah, everything. you know, I, I got to tell you, I, I think I you know the first few years I didn't play because I was helping run it. Um, Honestly, it was getting it all together and planning yeah. it, and and that plan coming together. Um, the, the especially the first year, um, it, it was, and then the second year we had little more uh, higher class pros, or not higher class, but better players, um, more guys that were on mini tours and things, rather just a few local club pros, and and but getting it all together, and and we had. We had probably, you know, Pepsi was the the, the title sponsor, yeah, and sponsors. and you know they were they threw in there a couple thousand bucks, and we had several thousand uh, dollar sponsors and five hundred dollar sponsors. I so, missed the pro am. Yeah, had a nice pro am. We had um, a, a sponsor party Friday night, players party Saturday night. Um, so it was it was quite an event, and some of that stuff's fallen off a little bit, but the one thing remains is the golf. Yeah, right. But yeah, my favorite memory I think it would be with those guys and and you know Bill and Rob and 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 Tom Tucker was was very instrumental Morris Petty and and it was kind of a it was kind of a group effort a lot of people that didn't work here that took some time the late great Linus Buckheit just worked his rear end yeah. off um, getting getting the course ready so that would be my my biggest memory yeah what about you uh I don't really have 
I mean, it was fun. A few, couple of years I worked here and worked it, and it was always a fun weekend um, doing that. And then uh, the best I think I've ever finished is third, so I, I've never won one. Um, so honestly, probably just the, our normal Saturday morning tea time. I mean, that's always a fun. Yeah. You know, fun, for a fun. long time, uh, you probably don't even know this. Um, that's how I met Blake. Yeah. We had a threesome um, <laughs> one year. Well, not that threesome. No, we're not going to talk about that. It's oh. <laughs> a hush hush. <laughs> well, the whole cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> um, we just had three people in our group, and Slick said, "Well, hey, do you know Blake Burkhart? Won't you?" Be? And that was probably what ten, yeah. eleven say, years we're ago. On ten, and for the first five years, that was the only time I ever talked to you. Yeah. Was, was when we played together on Saturday of the Classic. Yeah, you ought to go slap Slick right now for this. <laughs> Uh, I do have one funny memory, and you can probably already guess who it includes. Mr. Bill Burkhart. Oh, of course. So, let's see. Two, three years ago, he's playing terrible. No. I think he hits one in the water on 18, then he chunks it over. Barely gets in the start of the fairway. So, what is that? Probably 160, 170 out. Yeah. Yeah. Very start. Gets the putter out. And uses the putter from 170 out. <laughs> oh my god! And makes a four. <laughs> Safe to say he did not return that next day. Oh, hey, I've got a good story, good classic story that you did talking about the first hole. So I'm the starter. This would have been 99 or 2000, one or the other. And I'm the starter on the first hole. Guy from Bicknell, and I cannot for the life of me tell you what his name was, but he shows up. Well, first of all, he shows up with cut off sleeves, and we say, "Hey, could you go find a?" Sure, right. sleeves at least if it doesn't even have a collar, but Something. at least sleeves. Yeah. yeah. So he comes back, and good guy. We're talking. He steps up there and snap hooks one out of bounds. So walks back to the bag, grabs the ball, comes up, snap hooks number two out of bounds. Oh, walks back to the bag, comes up, tees it up, snaps number three out of bounds. He said, "Well, boys, I'm out of here." <laughs> he st- <laughs> took the clubs off and walked back to the parking lot. Left his cart right there. Yeah, yeah. He just walked out. He said, ah, that's enough for me. So that was $100. three or four of them I've heard about. $100 entry fee. It was $100 a shot plus plus the golf balls. It just wasn't going to be his yeah. day. So like, did at least get his prize package that they used to give him. Well, yeah, I would I would think. And so he went, well, and counting the time he had to walk back to the car to get a shirt. So he, he walked back to the car twice <laughs> from the first tee box, hit three shots, and went home. So... He was tired. Yeah. <laughs> you guys wore him out. That was a good memory. Uh, I tell you another one. This was the very first year. There was a lady from Lagodi, and and I'm not even going to say her name because it doesn't matter. Um, but she made a bit of a stink that she wanted to play because it did not say a men's tournament on the entry. Okay. And I didn't know her. Some other people said, just trust me. She's doing this to prove a point. Right. Let her play. Fine, you know, we didn't, that's fine. We didn't say yeah. men's if you want to play, play. I think day one she shot a hundred and forty ish. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and then the second day it was in the hundred and thirty range. Um, but the beauty of the whole thing was she had a clicker on her belt. So if you were standing anywhere near her, you'd hear chunk, click, chunk, click. Oh. <laughs> she clicked wow. at Every time. Oh, I just started the 60-second music. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, but that was that's Uh, another really, really nice memory. I remember one time, right, uh, AD now and principal of uh, Bar Eve, Aaron Ash, went 49-32, I believe. Wow. Wow. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, I've, I've got a. <laughs> you're talking to the wrong person for classic stories. I got another. I got a good Aaron Ash classic story. So I'm playing with him on day two, and he is hot. He he he. I couldn't tell you what he was, but he probably. I remember thinking he's probably leading our flight, and he he was playing really really good golf. So we get to 13, short par four. Um, and he said, we had a little bit of a wait and it was kind of slow. And he said, you know, I told myself I'm not hitting driver here. He had his four or five iron in his hand. And as we waited and he slowly started walking <laughs> back to the cart and I'm just watching him like, oh. uh, Aaron, come on. Cause he had told me he just had a problem of hitting it out of bounds, slicing it to the right. And so anyway, we wait and we wait and he, he slowly walks back and I see him put the, the iron back in the bag. <laughs> you could see the wheels turn. Yep, he takes his driver go. out. He here comes up go. and guess what he did. <laughs> and he just completely fell apart. Oh. I felt so bad for him. I wanted to say, God, if I would have known that was going to happen, I would have tackled you when you tried to go back to your, uh, to your cart. But that's uh, <laughs> another, another good one. But yeah. uh, lots of lots of memories over the years. Um, the late Ted Killian, the uh, the late uh, Rudy K, Rudy Cravosha was was a he was active around here. The, all the Tux guys, Roger and Billy and Joey and and all those guys and a lot of lot of local support and uh, and we're starting to get the locals back. I we kind of lost them for a while, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean mid to early 2010s probably. Yeah, there was a lot of them gone. But I think this weekend I noticed. Working the other night on Wednesday night, and I had five or six league guys sign up. So, I mean. Good. Yeah. I, I, the, good the local crowd's coming back. Well, and that's probably why we're back up to, to that 100 plus. Yeah. You know, you, have you have you ever played, Chris, through the years? Have you ever no, played I never have. Okay. I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not tournament golf. I don't know. The last three or four weeks before tonight, you have been. Before tonight, yeah. I, was, I hate slow play. God, I hate yeah, slow. Not. <laughs> so. It's gotten quicker, I think, in. Last few years, there I, I hate rain and slow play. Yeah, well, I want the perfect. Said, come out and broadcast. <laughs> I, I might. There you go. Hey, and and before we get onto our golf picks, just kind of a reminder. I know people who have in the past come out to the shootout, and, and in years past, come come out and watch some golf. Um, there's yeah. now there's the benches are back up. There's benches on seventeen. There's benches on behind the twelve green, which is a great place to sit and watch golf. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Kendall uh, bench is on eleven, um, yep. and hell, you bring lawn chairs, sit out behind the eighteen. Eighteen always green. has yeah. a good finish. Only yeah. one fly. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I don't know if they'll have a tent back there. They at times they have, yeah. but but you can set a lawn chair back there behind the eighteenth green and watch some really really cool golf and yeah, you know, some really bad golf too. But it's fun. Yep. How's so, our how's our weather gonna be? Fifty percent last time I checked. Yeah. So I think we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah I think I mean, we'll, it was. I it, think was we will it was too. about right. At, what was it last year? About two hundred percent, something like that. <sighs> Friday <laughs> night. Bad. Friday night looks good. Good. I'd, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, for, that shootout needs it. Yeah, we yeah. need that. So yeah. especially with us broadcasting. Yep, for sure. sure, for sure. So that will be fun. Um, Chris, wrap us up on our picks last oh, week. Oh, we sucked. <laughs> That's that's about we all. We all hit our fades again. We all hit our fades. Barely. Yeah. That's, Me and you that, barely. That's all we're doing. Um, yeah. Brian went 0 for 3 on or 0 for 4 and Blake 0 for 4. Me 0 for 4. And you know, Sabatini played pretty well. Sabatini played Top well. 20. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was going to get in there. I thought Poulter was going to get in there. Yeah. Mr. Consistent. Sunjay let Brino down. Again. Yeah, no. he's human. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get off of him this week. And everybody's fading him, and now everybody's going to jump on him this yeah, week. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, so what we got? Oh, yeah. uh, the, the travelers, travelers, travelers. Yeah. Yeah. up in Connecticut. 
I have a feeling we might agree on some this week. I, I'm thinking we could. Yeah. Well, Blake, lead us off. So my first favorite was my fade last week, and I said I don't usually take him in non-majors, but it seemed like he was getting kind of serious last week. Whenever he gets serious, watch out. And I'll do Mr. Brooks Kepka 20-1 to 1 for my first favorite. Okay. Um, my second is I think the three-time champ, Bubba, 28 to 1. Uh, I figure that's one where Matt all agree on. That's probably your fade. It is, isn't it? God damn it. Uh, I just want to change my pick now. Are you at least writing them down this week? Yeah, I am writing them down yeah, this that's week. That's good. Last week was ugly. <laughs> no, last week was fantastic. Wait till that blooper show. It might be our highest rated show ever. And everybody, I listen. All right, everybody at home, let's I wish let's I could. Face it. Yeah, Come I, on now. I wish I could say. Okay, let's move on. All right, All right my, th- my third favorite, uh, Paul Casey, thirty to one. Um, he's got a lot of top fives here. The only thing that worries me with him is I don't think he's played in the first two events. Correct. Correct. So, so but may, he's may, usually pretty consistent. May struggle there, but yeah. yeah. What's so. what's the fade have to be? Hundred no, no. 50, 50, 50 to one. Or 50 or lower. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Let me make sure. What's your long shot? Uh long shot is Ryan Moore. He usually can every once in a while get a top ten, top five in there. And my fade is a guy who I thought would do well last week and did not. And that's Xander. Twenty five to one. Mm. Interesting. I just Interesting. He pissed me off last week, so now he's my fade. Okay. Chris, you want me to yeah. go? Or no, I go. I go. I not beat your um, I'm going. Um, darn it! I just had him here. Sorry, Ernie Els. <laughs> Even though he was like leading after round one last week, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with answer. Okay, okay. yeah. So played well last week. He did. So he's sitting at 33 to one. I'm gonna go with uh, Joaquin Neiman, and he's sitting at 35 to one. Okay. Really? I thought he might be higher. Actually, I, I want to take off answer. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Illegal. I'm gonna go. Oh, he's gonna I'm gonna card, go. He's gonna card, win now. Hard laid's a I'm gonna, play. I, I'm gonna go. Neiman is my first pick. Hovland was sixty to one. Victor Hovland, and I'm gonna go Brian Harmon. Oh my! At Ooh. seventy to one. Um, my long shot, Jason Day. Ugh. As my I, least least so when I looked at him, he was ninety to one, but then I looked a while ago, he was. But yeah, yeah. I, I thought about from. him as my sleeper, but when and, I looked, he wasn't qualified. And, I, and I'm going out on a limb here because Bubba is sitting. Here we go. Bubba's sitting thirty-five to one, and I'm going to put him as my fate. Bubba's actually won this tournament three times. Yep. Wow, that's why I haven't. And he played well last week. And I'm going out on a limb. I mean, so, so. Suck. <laughs> I've learned that lesson the first two weeks of this. Well, so, hey, well, so before I got Brino an, goes, answer, 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 Hovland, Brian Harmon, my long shots day, and fades Bubba. Did you happen to look and see who? Uh, so Joey Riggins got in our game there last week. Did you happen to see how he did? No, did he? Did he do well? I don't know. I was gonna say one of us should look while Brino gives his. Oh, pick I, and, yeah, because Joey put Joey put a Facebook. Yeah, so listeners, feel free oh, to yeah. join us. Thanks, Thanks Joey. Hey, jump on there. I'll do that while so, Brian goes. Okay, uh, my first favorite is Justin Thomas at eleven to one. My second favorite, I, I don't, I can't believe nobody's gone. He's the got the hottest putter in the entire world right now. Webb Simpson at eighteen to one. Yeah. 
And I picked your fade as one of my favorites, Xander, at 25. My fade is uh, Mr. Sergio Garcia at 50. That's why I had to make sure, because he was 50. I want to make sure that counted. And my long shot, 275 to 1, Mr. C.T. Pan. 275 to 1. Take that, boys. Huge. Huge. Yeah. I hope somebody hits something, because we have been sucking. Okay, so Joey's this last week. Oh, he might have done because answer was in top eight, wasn't he? Yes, yes. So he had answer Thomas and Bubba. All three of them are. I think Thomas finished eighth, and then Bubba was around there. Bubba was Bubba finished like minus nine, I yeah. think it was, because they had him mic'd up. And then Luke List was a long shot. He didn't. And then Woodland, I think, missed the cut. So, but he would have got an answer. Right. Yeah, yeah he would have got an answer. Hey, hey, Joey, doing- you'd have been up on us. So it doesn't take much. No, it doesn't take much. So anybody wants to jump in, jump in. Hey, hit us up. We got a DraftKings. Yep. Also. You went from first to last. Yes. One week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like tonight in golf. That's true. That's Shot true. a 37 the other day and yeah, suck tonight. So, <laughs> breaking news. I literally just got this from Bleach Report on my phone. MLB and MLBPA strike deal. Players will report to spring training on July 1st for 60-game season after finalizing health safety protocols. So we finally have baseball. July 24th, 25th? Uh, First game somewhere around there? I'd have to open up. I'd be anxious to see what, you know, I'm assuming the original plan was that regional-type schedule and all that. Yeah. Um, Were they going to play in Florida-type stuff? I think so. So expectation, July 24th, that first weekend. Um, DH DH is going to be adopted. Hey, we might actually have multiple sports on our sports show. That'd be crazy. I know this is a classic really only thing or golf. On by. Well, it was breaking, news. breaking news. It was breaking I mean, news. What are you yeah. going to do? We've got to get, we've oh. got to get breaking news. Oh. music for extra sure. inning games. Oh, I heard about begin this. Begin with a runner, runner on, on second. second. Kind of like softball. Yeah. Softball yeah. used to do that. See, that's fun. Extra innings. That, that's great. I love that rule. I don't yeah. know. And I don't the, like old softball. I am a I fan. Like I am such a fan of that rule because I'm playing softball through the years. Oh. Yeah. It will speed it up. It does. It speeds it right up. So, shoot, if you're a starting pitcher, though, six, so you get 12 starts. Nice thing about it is you may hit the over because of runner on second. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Pick ties a lot. Well, again, we started a sports show in the middle of a pandemic, so anything that gets right. added to the schedule is awesome. Yeah, so we're getting there. We're getting right? there. And the NBA will be back at the end, so it sounds like end of July. Yep. And it's PGA... Are they going to have fans here in a couple weeks? At the Memorial, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I think it's right. back to back. I, I did see the U.S. Open is not having fans. PGA is not as well, but they did say they're still, oh, the they're still yeah. on uh, for and, that day because they, they were kind of questioning because of California. Right. I, I saw a blurb, and I didn't research it. Has anybody heard anything about Ryder Cup? It, it, I, I saw it was moved to next year. I, I, oh, really? I, I don't. Colton. Be our crack research staff and looked that well, up. Oh, they were talking about it. We, hey, we finally have a research staff. Hey, we got a research staff. But, well, I mean, can you help? I us know they were there? discussing no fans, and that's I one thought, of them. I thought almost for 100% sure I saw that it got moved to next they year. They said they were not 
going to play it if they oh, could they, not have fans. That's one event you have to have fans. Right. Yeah. That's. I will say this, though. It's been kind of nice to not hear get in the hole all this other bullshit. Yeah. Go you ahead. know, all Go the, you yeah. know, Go Baba Booey, you know, Mashed I, potatoes. you know, I mean, well, it's, it's crazy. And listen, I worry about that thing being at at Beth page in two or we'll see, would it be whenever it's going to be in Beth page? Oh, them New so Yorkers. And two more. Yeah. Yeah. Them New Yorkers uh, are crazy. Uh, it's going to get stupid. I'm going to go on record right now. It's a bad idea. Yeah, Colton, uh, Colton, share your research. Our, 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 our crack our research first staff. ever intern. Sense of research, we have found the conclusion that the Ryder Cup will be pushed back to the 2021 year over coronavirus concerns. Uh, that does. Oh, that sucks. That does suck. I was really hoping for Where if the Masters gets pushed back, maybe we can have a ride. Oh, listen to this: a Ryder Cup at Country Oaks, birdies, bourbon, and basketball versus a simple twist of fate. There we go. Are you are you are you listening? <laughs> are you listening, Mike and Todd? We have thrown down there, the challenge. There's the challenge. <laughs> yes. Um. Anyway, well, hey, uh, lots of good stuff. I think we kind of already mentioned what all we've got on the podcast. So we got one other thing to pick. I forgot. Who are you picking for the classic? Brian Ammon. Brian Emmons to win a flight. No, listen. He's going right. to win any flight. Any flight. He's going to win one. I just have a feeling. But that Greenwell kid, I think, will win championship. Okay. I mean, he shot, I think, like I said, 12 under, I think, last or two years ago. Defending championship flight. So I don't, I, I, I'd, I'd I, like I, to pick I, a local. But I wish we had the whole list. So yeah. That'd be nice. So, yeah. I know. Like, I mean, I know Eric Wagler's been playing well. Um, Marv's Mars. as steady as it gets. Yep. Um, I mean, Marv got second. And Eric got third over in the Knox County Championship flight just two weeks ago. So I'm gonna go out. I'll, I'll take Eric. I'll take Eric. If if we win, we get ten dollars on our account. Is that cool? On our PJ thing. On our PGA can. Okay. I'll take Eric. Who you got? Greenwell. Ah, fuck. You knew you take a favorite. <laughs> he just said. Fuck. <laughs> I said fuck. <laughs> I thought you said we, were, we could get up to three. Yeah, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I said fall. Um, I am going to... I know who I'm going to take, and this is because he is really due. I'm going to take Zach Gray. Nice. Steady Eddie and sectional champ coming off a disappointing performance by his own admission in the team tournament. I think Zach will win a flight. A flight. A flight. Okay. A flight, not a flight. Right. A, f- a flight. Yeah. A flight. A flight. So great, great conversations ahead. Yeah. yeah. Lots of good stuff. PJ professionals. Like I say, let, it, let sponsors know you hear them here. And uh, we will be back in just a second with uh, lots of good stuff from lots of good people. And, and there may be some that pop up before we upload this podcast that we don't even know about yet. So we'll leave it at that. Hey, this is Josh Teeter, PJ Tour player. You're listening to the Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball Podcast. Well, that music can only mean one thing, and it's not a Country Oaks commercial this time. Well, I guess sort of, maybe it is. Um, With us on the podcast this week on the very special Country Oaks Classic episode is head golf pro of Country Oaks Golf Club, Trey Miller. How are you, bud? I'm doing fine, and how are you three gentlemen doing tonight? 
We're doing good. Wonderful. Big week. It's Classic Week, man. Everybody gets excited about Classic Week, and I, I'm I'm actually jacked myself. We've got 100 golfers, full field. That's uh, I've got a waiting list a waiting list established, and uh, this is a uh, is the, hopefully weather's good. Last it, year we got rain. Yeah, is that the first time for a waiting list in a while? Uh, it's the first time in a while. We used to not have a cap on it, and uh, about three years ago, we capped it at 80, trying yeah. to create some supply demand issues of uh, people wanting to register at the very last minute. And uh, this year, we threw a 100 per, uh, person cap on it, and uh, we got it filled up. And it's actually been filled for, gosh, at least a week now. So we're almost two weeks ahead. That's awesome. Good deal. Yeah, that, that was actually kind of my first question was, do you think, I mean, this is one of the quickest it's ever been filled. Do you think that's due to a lack of tourneys and scrambles due to COVID, or do you think it's due to maybe the rain out last year, or is it kind of a combo, you think? Uh, I think there's getting fewer and fewer golf tournaments for individual uh, right. stroke events for two days uh, in southern Indiana, and they, they want to be a part of an event that still uh, holds it very high as far as the type of class and the field that we assemble. And I think that's a big draw. I was talking to a guy today to confirm his, his availability from Santa Claus. Uh, he's like, you know, there's just nothing down here to hardly play in anymore. That's a two-day event. And right. uh, a couple guys coming down from Indianapolis again, and they're in the same boat, which is uh, pretty uh, pretty awesome that word continues to travel fast. But you guys have all been been around long enough to realize that there's quite the the history behind the, the classes. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll definitely get into that during, during this episode. We – Got uh, Bill Rickey, who was around at the beginning, and and hopefully, if if time allows, we're going to have a quick chat with Rob Kuntz, who um, was was definitely here at the beginning, sort of the I guess the the creator of the of the event, and and then uh, talk to Josh Teeter, PGA professional, Adam Shank, that have both played here. So we're definitely going to cover the history of the tournament, and it's just it's 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 special to a lot of people for sure. Um, this so with a hundred people, it, it, it I'm thinking one twenty five, one thirty, somewhere around there. Probably was about as big as it ever was. The amateurs, when we had the pros, yeah. we had the pros here, we actually had one year that we had over 150 players. Okay, so so that's with with no pros and and over 100 amateurs. That's a really really nice event. So weekend kicks off with the shootout. Who all's in the shootout this year? Oh, Friday night shootout. So we've got, uh, we've been actually rained out in this event now. This will be yeah. the last two years. Uh, last year we completely rained out. The year before we got the whole like four. Uh, so I'm, I've got high hopes to at least get the shootout in, if nothing else. Uh, we got uh, same guys that were in this last year Travis Brett, Joe Robinson, Eric Wagler, uh, Marv Graber, I think Johnny Wagler, Blake, the Blake Burkhart. Uh, he, uh, Twisting my arm and, and got got that qualifier spot. Well, someone's got to come out first. So. Well, yeah, that's got that's got to be the number one out. Is it yeah. truly a qualifier if you just ask and yeah. somebody says yes? <laughs> well, you know, I I, th- I forget what I was doing. I might have been. He caught me at a bad time Ca- you know, you. years ago when he asked me this. So. Caught, you, caught you at a weak moment. Yeah, a very very weak. Well, moment. he's playing, so he wants to make sure he's not first out being the the pro. Oh, here, okay. So, yeah, I mean, he's got to find somebody who's going to be first out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, see, we had qualifiers, and then you know, two years ago, we just kept the whole field. And then, hey, you know, everybody that qualified that previous year, hey, the last year, let's carry it all over. So everybody just carries on over as well. So, ha- so how many is in the shootout? Uh, we've got ten players. Ten. Okay. Ten, nine holes, only one 
survive. There you go. Well, I, I think we have to, uh, one of our show sponsors, so we, we've got to either go with Travis or Trey, right? That's who's yeah. pick. Well, sorry, Blake. Dicks. I, I already forgot about Blake. <laughs> wow. Wow. I thought Brothers was the dick well, of the show. You're not, pay, you're not paying anything to bro- to advertise. <laughs> hey, we're going to broadcast live. Is that right? Huh? Is it going to be broadcast live? Well, Heck yeah. Yeah, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have three carts, and we're going to broadcast. Well, me and Brian will have two carts. And then Blake, I'll join them at the whole one. After, after whole one, Blake, Blake is going to join. Jonas, so we'll we'll be doing live commentary. That is awesome. Yeah. Last uh, I think it was two years ago, Blake and I tried to do Facebook posts in between our shots. There you go. That he was, he was broadcasting or or highlighting posts. Yeah, uh, I usually after tweet on the page, but yeah, somebody yeah. Tweet, somebody usually tweets. Uh, we'll have a URL that people can follow and listen on the Podbean app. So we'll figure have, have interviews good. after each person gets eliminated. Yeah, hopes, hopefully, Ooh. and and yeah, we've hopefully. got. We've got two hours is, is all you can do a live broadcast. So we're Ooh. probably going to have to be creative. We may not we may not be able to start until maybe hole three or something oh, like that. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be there the whole show yeah, then. So, yeah. so Blake will be Blake a full time. Blake will be there the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll blast that out to everybody so they can – so they can hear that, but we're looking forward to it. It'll be fun. Yes, it will. It'd be great to have you guys there. And the, the community support's always good for the, the shootout too. A lot of people just want to come out and it's something different. It's fun. It's a, it's a, it's a good event to be. A yeah. Part of. It would be nice to, to get back. You know, that was one of the things in the kind of the history. I, I wrote a blog years ago, which I'll probably stick onto this podcast somewhere. Um, I called it classical music and, and went through it all. But that first couple of years of the shootout, every cart was out. I mean, and there was four or five people hanging on every card. I mean, it was it was a big event. So, yeah. if you hear this and you want something to do on Friday night, you've been cooped up for a long time. Come out and watch that. It, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. You see some good golf, and you probably see a couple couple bad shots here and there, which makes it fun. Well, yeah. I I remember two years ago, two or three was it Trey? I think every single person birdie or par number eight. Yeah, I think yeah, so. We yeah, we didn't even eliminate anybody on hole eight. Which hole eight is actually our second hole in the shootout. Yeah. And everybody parred. There was uh, nine cars. Uh, okay. And we just said, hey, we're well, not going to have a nine-person chip-off. Let's just keep moving. So so what time does the shootout start Friday night? 5.15. 5 5.15. 5.15. And so you said number eight's number two. So can you explain the, the whole the whole patterns for the, for people that maybe, maybe want to come out? So we, we start on hole number seven, and the reason being is it's a shorter hole. Uh, we try to get you know ten people playing one hole. Uh, it's normally, at least a thirty to forty-five minute hole right. uh, from time to time. So uh, we shorten up the course, get a little bit creative with our our layout. So we start on hole number seven, then we go to the par three, hole number eight. We buzz over to hole number two, which is also a par three, and then we go three, four, five. We hop over to hole number eleven, which is another par three, and then we finish up team seventeen, eighteen. Cool. Good deal. That's awesome. So you mentioned the strength of the field earlier. Can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit more of the classic field? We've got a great, a great local field. Uh, just with, with the local guys, uh, Joe Robinson, Marv Graber, Eric Wagler has been playing some good golf. In fact, uh, Eric got third in the Knox County Open and Marv got second in the yeah. Knox County Open. Yeah. Uh, Travis Brett, uh, Nick Weiniger's won the event before. We've got Jacob Zwilling from uh, Lawrenceville, which uh, Brian, are you probably familiar with that name? I do. Yeah, know his mom and dad real well. Very, very solid golfer. Uh, got Rich Krasowski from Santa Claus coming up with a zero handicap. 
Uh, he's looking forward to, to coming up. And then the Quartern boys, uh, we got about 32 coming from Quartern. Wow. Okay. And wow. uh, out of those 32, it's you know, probably 18 of them all have a six or under handicap. Wow. What did the guy shoot two years ago, like 65, 67 or something like that? Aaron Greenwell is actually back in the field. He's technically our, our true defending champion of uh, two years ago, and he contacted me early. <laughs> He's from Kentucky. Uh, he comes over with the Corden guys. A great golf course. It's a fun golf course. We don't set it up long. It'll play between 5,800 to 6,200 for the whole weekend. And uh, we just have hopefully have an opportunity for guys just to and go fun, go birdie hunting. Yeah, yeah there you go. It sounds like it. And you know, Trey, I, talking about the field, I when I talked to Bill Ricky, that was one of the big things back in the early days of the of the classic. What a strong high school field that that we had back then, and we we kind of went through a period where we didn't have a lot of high school golfers around here, and but a real strong return um, from a few different schools that that's bumping that class up again. Very much so. Uh, a name that you might be familiar with, Brian, is uh, Sam Emmons, who just qualified for the uh, the boys' uh, individual state tournament. Uh, he's in the field. Uh, Washington has uh, two guys of uh, Zach Gray and Dominique DePaul that are going to be seniors uh, next week, and also some recent graduates of uh, Barry Colton Brothers and uh, Tristan Dubb from South Carolina. Yeah, that's great. And- that, br- that brother's kid better be playing in the men's division. He is, but you know, as far as some, some, some recognizable recent uh, uh, high school guy, he's sitting here beside us. He just flipped his he just flipped his father off. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm so glad you guys are still getting along very well. Yeah, we do. Hey, of the birds fly high. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what. When we when we can play nine holes on a Tuesday night together, and, and none of us, both of us, make it out to the parking lot, we're good. Uh, <laughs> But another, so another thing we we've been saying every single week on this podcast what great shape the course is in the greens have been running great um, so I guess what can participants expect as far as pin placements tee boxes can you give us a little insight to that you know and, and Brino can go back years ago uh, we used to have we used to have the championship flight guys play the tips we used to have the the A group play the blues we had another group play the green tees we had another group play the senior tees. I think one year we even had juniors play the, the red tee box, and it just made for so much confusion. Yeah. Uh, so we, we cut it back a couple of years ago to make it simpler. Hey, we're going to fly to you after the first round. No one really wanted to be honest with their handicap very often anyways, so we eliminate yeah. the whole aspect of, of handicapping. We got the 10% rule. In effect, you can't approve uh, more than 10% without being bumped up to the next flight on, uh, on Sunday round. Uh, but I just, I, I just want the course to be set up to the point that you can score, you can have a good time. It's not going to be too long for everybody. The long knockers might not be able to hit a driver on a hole. Hey, that's a great advantage for somebody that could hit a driver. Yeah. There will be a hole or two on a par five. It might be playing short. So the long knockers, there's your chance. Get an eagle. If you can get an eagle, more power to you. There you go. Well, like, like you said, go a little birdie hunting. Yeah. We don't want, like, there's certain golf courses – and I think this has hurt tournament golf that when they have their amateur tournament, it seems like I'm going to set it up from the tips. I'm going to have goofy pins. I'm going to have them on the knob on hole number 12. And just, I don't want anybody to go low. We don't want anybody to break 80. Well, why would anybody want to play in that type of a tournament for two days back to back and come back? 
you want people to enjoy it. And hey, you know, I just didn't play good. You know, the course was set up easy. Uh, there's normally six really easy pins. There's six medium pins, and there's uh, normally six. Yeah. Hey, if you dare, go for it. So normally we finish this uh, this podcast with in interviews with three birdies, bourbon, and basketball questions. But since this is a classic edition, we thought we'd end it with three burning questions about the classic. So, what's your favorite shootout memory? Gosh, my favorite shootout memory was ever myself uh, made it. I got second place. Uh, Andrew Johnson beat me. I missed a uh, I missed a three footer on the 18th hole to uh, send it into. Send it in extra holes. So, I mean, I, a lot of people I didn't think I, I had the game to make it, and I even surprised myself that I finally opened my eyes as I was putting on the 18th hole. <laughs> and, uh, I, got, I got second place. But we've had some great battles in the shootout. Yeah. It's, it's been awesome. Well, what was it? Three years ago, Joe Robinson got a hole-in-one, I think, on hole eight. Yeah. It, and it, it, yes, it was. I think it, it hit about 50 yards short of the green, if I remember right. Yeah. And it just rolled all the way up there. <laughs> I just remember I just remember getting a Red Bones token for a drink that night. That's true. <laughs> so, favorite classic memory? Favorite classic memory, and this goes back to when Kevin Strillman was playing Eric Forsett. And championship round, uh, Forsett is down by one. Strillman takes an iron off the tee. He's playing it safe. Uh, Forsett takes a hybrid uh, from the, the gold tee box. Sticks it to about twelve feet. He makes the eagle putt. Wow! And Stillman uh, makes uh, makes a par at a two stroke swing, and uh, Frechette walks away with seventy five hundred bucks. Wow! Stillman wow. second place. Crazy. My last yeah. one is: Who is the best classic player of all time, and why is it Brian Emmons? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's. Have you not seen his game, Blake? I uh, think you've seen his game. That's I mean, why I, a, I just assumed it was him. That's why I didn't really even ask. Yeah, I've tried to think. I think the last time I won anything of any substance, I won the B flight, I believe, in about 2005, 2006. However, there is an asterisk <laughs> on that. So we played on Saturday, then went down to the, uh, I'm sure the KSC ended up at the Tux. Felt like death. At about 7.30, I was in the lead, obviously, of my flight, and I get a phone call. It's Bill Ricky. He's like, hey, you drunk, stay in bed. We're rained out. You're the champ. <laughs> Greatest phone call ever. Yeah, no kidding. I was like, yeah. I'm basking in my victorious glow, laying on the couch at my in-law's house. So, yeah, that's my, that's my highlight. Congratulations. I don't know if I ever really told you congrats on that. That no, it, you know, it, it, I probably have a lot of accolades coming. We can we can work <laughs> on that over the weekend. Trey, you you leave us with some some parting words to get ready for the weekend. You know, uh, community support, word of mouth, all the past participants have all helped make this tournament what it is. It's a weekend that we all look forward to in Davis County, and it's an ultimate display of what our local golf area that sometimes does not get recognized is what it should be. We can put it on display and have a great weekend. Well, my man, good luck to you this weekend. I hope first off, good luck in the shootout and don't lose to Blake and then uh, have a great weekend. Hey, I appreciate your guys' support and everything you do and the recognition for the golf course and the local area in regards to sports. 
Let's hear from PGA Tour professional Josh Teeter on his time at the Country Oaks Classic. I always miss the small events, you know, like the Country Oaks Classic, but, you know, obviously we want to play at the highest level when we can. Your time at Country Oaks, you I think you played here two or three times and you were in the hunt, um, I think, mm-hmm. all, all three times. Can you just share some of your memories uh, of being here at, at our at our little country course, Country Oaks in Montgomery? Yeah, I remember, you know, not too far from Lexington, and, you know, I know there was a few of us that would come up there. And when word got out of an event, you know, such as the, as the Country Oaks Classic, you know, we would, we would come out of no anywhere to find a, an event like that where it was a pretty low entry fee and a, a pretty good chance to, to make a good uh, return on your money. Yeah, I think at that and, time and they great, were paying like 5000 I think. Yeah, yeah, you know, and as a mini tour player, that 5000 could last you a long time. Yeah. Um, paying entry fees and traveling and um, things of that nature. I remember Brandon Brown and I, Timmy Ailes would come up there and, uh-huh. uh, you know, whoever else. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. I remember the golf course being fun. And, uh, I really, I guess remember the 18th hole, uh, drivable, correct? Great finishing hole. Yep. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. And it was always like, uh, kind of played into my hands. Like you said earlier, you know, I could lean on that driver and, uh, hopefully have a chance to make a two or a three up there and, The Classic has been lucky enough to host some great PGA Tour professionals over the years. We just heard from Josh Teeter. Also playing here, Kevin Streelman, Derek Lamley, and Knox County's own Adam Shank. Could you just share some memories that you've got when you the the couple of three years that you played here in the Classic and and, and your your memories of those? Yeah, lots of good memories. Um, I think I won it once. Um, I remember I played it once as a professional. And this is kind of a funny story. So I played professionally for, I don't know how long, maybe six, seven months, yeah. eight months, maybe whatever it was. Not, not, a, a, not a long time, but long enough right. you think you would chip in. I hadn't chipped in as a professional yet. And it, every time I teed it up, I'm like, I haven't chipped in. I haven't chipped <laughs> in. And I played terrible the first round. I shot 74, 73 or something like that. Not good. Same thing as today. And, Went out the next day, you know, hit a great drive. I don't know, knocked in the water or something on the second shot on, on hole one of Country Oaks. And then, you know, batted my fourth shot short in the rough. I'm like, wow, what an awesome day this is going to be. Yeah. And I chipped in. I'm oh, like, wow, wow that, that's the first time I chipped in. And then I chipped in on like four, six, and eight. I chipped in three no times. No kidding. Wow. And, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I ended up maybe getting in the money, just yeah. barely. Uh, but that's my one memory from playing as a professional is hadn't chipped in, played terrible, and then, you know, just chipped in three times. So that's kind of funny how that worked out. One of the guys that was around at the very, very beginning of the Country Oaks Classic joining us here in the studios, high above the 18th green at Country Oaks, Mr. Bill Ricky. Hello, Brino. How are you? I'm good, my man. We, uh, we went through the battles to start this tournament, didn't we? We did. We did. It was uh, so much fun. When you think back about those first couple, what comes to mind? Well, the kind of the setting of the tournament and the fact that the course was uh, new, and here we're bringing a tournament. 
to it thinking we can pull this off and we don't really know what to expect yeah i think rob rob did and he was the only one he was kind of teaching us as, as we went is <laughs> exactly he yeah. had a tough job we um we were lucky enough that that first well it was the first several years but especially those first couple that we had pepsi as a sponsor and and they gave us money and they gave us something else very interesting that we had a good time with what was that oh the pepsi bottles yes <laughs> yeah it uh i don't know how many of those things we had but we spent all day friday uh driving stakes and putting up pepsi banners and pepsi bottles on the flag sticks at the driving what range. were they like six foot high they pepsi were bottles six foot high and uh here we are trying to tie those up we weren't the most talented but we we got no. them up the place looked fantastic it did it, I, and i remember those first couple of fridays we'd have a whole crew out here shut the course down have driving stakes and painting lines and putting up pepsi bottles it was it was a lot of fun and let's see so the first year we had the pros it was a light field if i remember a pros because we just got started but then I believe the next so year, and wasn't most of it like uh club pros yeah mostly local yeah. guys and then the next year it really took off and and saw some saw some real players but what do you remember about the parties that we had sponsors party players party it was a good time oh yeah once uh, once we started having the professional field come in and we went out and was serious about getting sponsor money to have a nice purse for those guys yeah. uh yeah it got to be a lot of fun because yeah. we set the course up on friday afternoon and then have a shootout and then prior to all that on friday we'd have the pro-am yep um yep which was a big great event for the sponsors they they loved it yeah and the first couple of years i mean i may be exaggerating over time but there was 60, 80, 100 people at those first couple of shootouts. Yes. It was a big crowd. Yes, it was. It was fun. Yeah. So back then we had the five, let's see, it was the Tux, the KSC, the Ruritan, the Pro, and the Golf Shop, I think, had had an automatic entry. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So who's some of the players you remember back in those days, those early days of the tournament? Well, I, I remember um, Josh Teeter. Yep. Um, Derek Lamley. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Streelman. What was that? Uh, was it Sour Bob? Was it Bob Sowards? Bob Sowards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, he came straight off. I think the pre previous week. I yeah, think I think he may so. be in a tour event, maybe yeah. open or something, and then came here and played. I talked to Josh Teeter last night that we're going to use some of the stuff for the classic on this episode, and and he said one thing he noted was the prize pot. You know, when you're guaranteeing five grand it started pulling in some real players. Yeah, I did. And we didn't have any idea what we needed to do to get players here, but yeah. evidently we hit the right number. Yeah. So. And some real good talk about you were the Washington hatchet golf coach back then. And we're, we're seeing a resurgence in high school golf at country Oaks. Um, anybody that's out here a lot, will see those kids out here. You made them play. And at the time it was flighted prior to the tournament. You had them play championship. You had them play the golds. Talk about some of your kids that, that, uh, that played played in those events back then well I, uh it, it wasn't mandatory that they played in that but it was uh, i guess you could say highly suggested there you go uh, and it was for number one i was passionate about that that part of it because uh the tournament was named and and the award was honored after gene gilly yep. who was the first professional here 
and Gene had done so much uh, for junior golf mm -hmm. uh, in his era. So that was a that was a special award that I really yeah. wanted kids on my team to try to go after and, and win. And and he, something to very be proud and of. And he was kind of a mentor to Rob, if I remember right. He was yeah. a mentor to Rob. Yeah, and yes. I actually had forgotten that he was the pro here first before Rob. Yes, yeah, because yeah. Rob was down at Sultan's Run. So, well, but yeah, there, we've had some uh, really good players off of our teams that have played on it, and uh, you know, several have won the junior division. Yeah, of it, but it's yeah, it's awesome, and like I say, it's nice to see kind of a resurgence out here with with high school players. Well, you know, kind of just. What's your overall feeling of this tournament? I know you hold it at a special place in your heart, like I do. Well, it was uh, this was always a week that I'd look forward to as a break from uh, work week. You know, I would include two or three days of vacation I would take during this week yeah. to uh, just dedicate to being out here and uh, getting it set up. And I think we took great pride in trying to give the amateurs, yeah. along with the professionals, a very positive experience, make them feel special, uh, and just have a different experience than, than probably any amateur tournament they'd ever been in. Ooh, this is getting me excited for November and this weekend. Join us if for a very special weekend at Country Oaks Golf Club in Montgomery, Indiana. A tradition like a few others. <laughs> hey, that was a great episode. Uh, Taking a lot of trips down memory lane with a lot of really cool people that are very, uh, very right. good friends and now friends of the show. Not right at all. Uh, oh, wow. It, it was, it, that was great. It, it was, was great. A lot of great memories right there. Yeah. It it, it, it's a good tournament. Yeah. Uh, been around since 1999 and, and, and picking up steam again. It, you know, yeah, had yeah. maybe some, some, some off years, maybe a little bit. And then last year there was weather disaster, but yeah. I think it's on the rebound and the, and the train is rolling again. I definitely, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've played in it since I was in high school and I look forward to it every single weekend. That's awesome. Don't forget to find us. Uh, hopefully Friday night, we're going to post a URL and you can follow the shootout live. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at B3Pod or on Twitter at, at B3Pod. B3Pod. Are you going to so. say mashed potatoes? No. Dang it. I, I could scream. Yeah, well, yeah. On, during the live podcast? Yeah. I was gonna. I was, I was. was more of a Baba Booey. Baba Booey? Yeah. There you go. You know, and then, and then we'll yell in the hole. If I'm still in it, when you guys start, you got to do it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll scream. I'll do that for you. So yeah, well, I, I cannot wait for the live live edition Friday night. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fun. It'll be a party and a yes. good time with some good golf and and uh, come come out and join us. Yeah, and and bring your bring your headphones and you can do both at the same time. <laughs> and your bourbon. There you go. And your don't bring your basketball. That would yeah, it's gonna no. okay. And hey, yeah. if, if you would, um, it helps Travis and and Country Oaks know that you're listening. Hit the subscribe button and if and if we're warranted, uh, a five star review and and leave a review. That would be very nice and and we appreciate that. Don't forget, you can contact us through the ways we've told you a million times. If you got ideas for the show, we'd love to hear it. Make your golf picks if you'd like to. Yep. And hey, enjoy Classic Weekend, everybody. You have been listening to Birdies, Bourbon, and Basketball. We'll see you Friday night.